Hello folks, Jeff C. here. So glad you tuned in for this week's incredible episode of Social Media News Live. But before we dive in, we've got some exciting news for you. First off, the sun is out, and so is Ecamm's sizzling summer sale. If you've been thinking about boosting your live streaming game, now is the perfect time. Ecamm Live is offering a fantastic 30% off your first payment on any plan, monthly or annual, to all new customers. So get your hands on this industry-leading software and upgrade your live streaming experience. Head over to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm to find out more. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash E-C-A-M-M. M. And for all you creators out there, we've got some more good news. The highly requested Descript course will be opening up soon. If you've been hunting for a seamless way to edit and repurpose your podcasts and videos, this is your chance. This training will help you master Descript, an exceptional AI-based tool, making your content creation process easier and more effective than ever. Head on over to jeffc.com forward slash Descript 101 to sign up to get notified for the course launch. That's Jeff, S is in Sam, I-E-H, dot com forward slash d e s c r i p t 101 don't miss out on these opportunities to level up your content game and now without further ado on with the show keeping you up to date on the world of social media industry experts innovators creators storytellers and the latest social media tools tips and tactics this is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Connor Brown. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media and more. Yes. And I'm very excited to uh, be here today with my friend Peg Fitzpatrick. Peg and I have done this for a while. But um, I want to know if you guys, have you guys checked out Instagram's new Threads app yet? Are you maybe intrigued by how this new app could reshape the social media landscape? Or perhaps you're wondering how businesses and influencers can leverage Threads to their advantage. If these questions are striking a chord with you, then you're in for a real treat today. We're absolutely just delighted to have a guest who is an authority in the realm of social media. It's none other, none other than Peg Fitzpatrick, a social media strategist who has mastered the art of navigating new platforms and trends. Peg's going to be unpacking Instagram's threads, sharing her insights and offering her <laughs> expert perspectives on its implications. So make yourself comfortable and prepare for an episode brimming with valuable insights and thought provoking discussions with you our faithful audience. So let's dive on in. Peg, how are you doing today? I am so good. I stopped using threads to come on here. <laughs> it seems like everybody's doing that. So if you guys don't know who Peg is, she is an author, a social media strategist, and head of social and marketing for Kressler Inc. Peg has been spearheaded. Uh, she's spearheaded successful social media campaigns. for. Spearheaded? You've been That's spearheaded. Horrible. You are going to, you'll be spearheaded on today's show. But she spearheaded <laughs> successful social media campaigns for Motorola, Audi, Google, and Virgin, as well as at being a brand ambassador for Kempton Hotels, TJ Maxx, Nestle, and Adobe. And she was actually the first head of social media for Canva. 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 I need to get on threads where I just can talk. You need to go. Talk. I know. You need to do your vocal exercise. I was so stressed that Connor wasn't here. I was, I, it's all It's all going downhill. But He's here, though. Calm down. I know. I just, but she has also authored the, she co-authored The Art of Social Media Power Tips for Power Users with Guy Kawasaki. And Guy teamed up with Peg because he believes she is the best social media person he has ever met. 
I would say the same thing. So she has been oh. handpicked by Pinterest for their expert program, and she has worked directly with the teams at Facebook, Adobe, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Google to help them with launches, platform feedback, and special project. And get ready for this, guys. It's spring 2024. Peg is going to have a new book that she has written. So hold on to your seats. This is going to be a game-changing book for small businesses, uh, all about social media for them in spring 2024. So we do have, I want to pull this up right here. You can go to pegfitzpatrick.com forward slash book dash buzz. Pegfitzpatrick.com forward slash book dot buzz. You can sign up to get those updates because I've read a little bit of it and it's pretty awesome. So you guys. Jeff actually it. has it. Jeff yes, is I one do. of the only people that has it. I did. Yeah. So, yeah, Man. it's it's pretty cool. So. With that all out of the way, uh, I want to do a big shout out uh, to our sponsors, Ecamm. You can find out more about them at, oh, sorry, hit the wrong button. It's one of those days, folks. Socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. They're actually having a summer sale right now. So if you haven't tried out Ecamm, Ecamm for a while, you need to go there. Go to uh, their website. Go to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. It's going to give you a code at the top, and you can actually get uh, a special offer where they're discounting it pretty significantly for just this month. So uh, for, if you're a new user, haven't tried it yet before, go there, use that code, and you can uh, get a significant discount. So very, very cool from our friends over at Ecamm. All right. Let's see if I can talk. So are you ready for this, Peg? And, oh, no. oh, see, here it goes. It's perfect dad joke stuff for threads. Everybody's um, everybody's doing the play on words over there with trying to just figure out how to make it punny. And I and I saw that you had posted like what they're supposed to call it, but it's yeah. so boring. It's got to be something fun. Here's the thing, Jeff, and you okay. know this is true. They come up with a platform and they have ideas for it, but then what happens is the community makes it something. The community right. decides what it's going to be. So they, they give some tools and then people decide what it's going to be. And right now it's like everybody just going on trying to figure it out. And even to the point where people started with the same posts, like, is this thing on? Which was right. like so old. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> so I'm going um, to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> so me. I'm allergic to Connor as well. So it's okay. Right. Um, Sorry. My issue with it, though, is tweet is a noun and a verb, right? Yep. But thread, yep. I just don't see it like that. Like You could th say thread it, but that it sounds well, like Reddit. Saying, hey, I tweeted about this. I threaded right. about this. I don't know. But yeah. you know, tweet wasn't a verb or even a right. word except for birds before we used it for a decade and more. Right. So I think it's what we make it. So they called it that, but we'll probably come up with different Things. So, so Jim has something. This is really interesting. He's kind of being funny, but he's. I'm on threads while watching you on YouTube. It's that meta. Uh -huh. But mm -hmm. that's one of the things I want to talk about when we get into this. So, this first kind of section, we're going to be we're going to be talking about understanding threads, what it is, because like uh, Jim Alt here, and he's like, this is a new thing kind of for him. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of people. It's. I mean, it's brand new. Like it's. You know, it still smells like a new car right over there right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, what is Threads? And, and Jim's point, like, is it going to be a second screen? You know, like with Twitter, people like when Lost, remember when Lost was out? You know, they would even yes. have the hashtag on the screen there and kind of in the lower third where people were, yep. you know, it was used as a second screen while you're watching a show. Will this happen yep. with Threads? That's what I want to talk about. But, hmm. Peg. Only, only if they add hashtags. Right. Right. So <laughs> can you explain what Instagram Threads is and how it works for what we know so far? Okay. So it's an extension of Instagram. They haven't made it like an extension of Facebook, but it's basically a meta property. It's getting so 
wishy-washy on the names over there. But it's basically, a te- they want it to be like a text-only communication app. It's right. only a mobile app right now. It's not on desktop, although you can see people's profile, but you can't comment or um, do anything, but you can see people's profile on a desktop. But it's basically just communication and it's very basic. There's no direct messages, which people are already freaking out about. It's just like communication. So you can just go say something text-based. You can also add a photo. You can also add a video up to five minutes and you can add carousels up to, I think I tried like seven. So it might be up to 10 images. I'm not hundred percent on that. They really were emphasizing the text part of it. But the thing with that is people are more attracted to images. We know that from all the studies that are out there. Um, so I still am like cooked on gifts and and emojis and stuff because it breaks things up a little bit from just being text. But it's basically just communication. It's like, you know, getting to know people. And the really interesting thing is that the adoption of it was insane. They had like 10 million users in the Already. first yeah. yeah, at like first day. And I guess it passed. We'll say it again. So sorry, whoever has to drink, if that's Chris. Um, it passed. Google Plus was the fastest adoption before. Now, and these things are kind of apples and oranges because it's like it's faster adoption than this. But people are so used to going to a new platform now. So it's not the same thing as 10 years ago where people would be like, well, I'm already on Instagram. I don't think I'm going to try it. But now people know I better get there, better grab my name. Um, one nice thing was, that your name was attached to your Instagram account. So people couldn't like take your name. I guess they could do a version of it, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen fake accounts, but they're yeah. probably coming, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I want to go back to this 10 million users. That's hu- yeah. I mean, 24 hours, 10 million. It's probably bigger than yeah. that. Yeah. From what I understand, to uh, be the same uh, amount of users as Twitter, he only has to get like, what, 12%? of the Instagram users to start using threads and he will already be bigger. I think it's going to all these, all the celebrities have adopted it. The YouTubers have adopted it. The TikTokers adopted it day one, day one, when it was like, it was live at 7 PM on Wednesday. And I, I was on at 7, 10. (laughs) Um, and already like the early people that got in a little extra sneak preview, Mm -hmm. there was Colleen Hoover, who is the huge author that just went viral on TikTok. She's huge on TikTok. She obviously must have Instagram too. And she was right on, she went in there at the early adoption. I mean, people know now there's a huge advantage to being early on something, to gaining followers and to building your community. So I think because the celebrity adoption was so fast, I think it's gonna pass Twitter's numbers pretty quickly. I think there's a percentage of people that are still happy with Twitter, but that's all political. And I I really hope that stuff doesn't come over right. onto threads. Like it gives me anxiety even thinking like politics on there. It's just like, oh, please no. Please yeah, don't. It'll, it'll come. I have a feeling it'll it'll come. So, it so will. it's so the number one app, uh, the, the fastest downloaded app was uh, OpenAI. That was the fastest mm-hmm. one that has grown. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is it's posed to overtake it if it actually if it continues to yeah. grow like it. This weekend will be really interesting to see what happens. So uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Connor, you had a question. 
yeah, especially with the Twitter thing. But I think one thing that's super interesting is, yes, all the celebrities are going, but because it's such an easy adoption, you click in your profile on Instagram, it automatically creates it and downloads it for you. I think that's going to be really big because I always do the mom test, right? Can <laughs> mom figure this out? My mom's already on threads, right? My, she's never <laughs> foot on Twitter, probably has never seen a tweet before. She's tech savvy to her credit, but she's already on there. Um, and I think that that's going to be the real this is how it becomes super 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 big the easiness of it to set it up but peg you did mention twitter if you know you kind of compare just a, a a thread to a tweet they look kind of similar they look very yeah. similar and this of yeah. course is being touted as facebook's uh uh reply the uh to twitter or whatever it is competitor to twitter so how does it differentiate itself right now what are the key features that set it apart and i know it's super mm -hmm. early but how do you see it differentiate itself in in the long term especially when we've had other twitter competitors before like mastodon other things yeah. like that it definitely looks like mastodon to me yeah. it feels like it. it's quieter i think right now the advantage is that it's quieter. The newsfeed isn't crazy. Um, they're limiting, I think it was 600, that you'll see 600 posts a day. Um, and they are going into chronological feed. They have the advantage of being after everything else. When you're the first one out there with something, you have to come up with all the things. Like, you know, Snapchat came out and they were like, it disappears. And, and everybody was like, wait, it disappears. That's not good. And everybody was like, no, it's cool. And then they were like, oh wait, it's cool. So I, I will say, they wait, Meta waited a long time. <laughs> this is definitely a copy of a couple other things that we've seen. I mean, that's, those are facts. Even the name is like a Twitter thread. I'm, I'm really not sure why they went so close on that. Um, but mm, how's it gonna differentiate itself? That's a good question. I think right now Twitter is, has such bad press and people are just, people that were like hardcore Twitter users, like authors, like journalists that, built up their platforms, the people who hang on their every word because they're journalists and like really interesting people, I think they're gonna enjoy the quieter network. It's harder to connect right now because there's no hashtags. Mm -hmm. And it's harder, people right now are just randomly posting, they're replying, they're not at mentioning people. So you may or may not see the notification. I missed some yesterday, came on this morning. I was like, oh, hey, but you have to check. I mean, there's not that much to check. There's very few buttons. And so it's very, I think the simplicity is the beauty of it right now. The quietness and the simplicity, like it's easy. Like you said, there's some people who never went to Twitter. They were on Facebook. So far, they've only pushed it through Instagram that I've seen because they're partnering it with Instagram. They also have their Facebook user base. There might be people there that don't have even Instagram, you know, if you're going to mm -hmm. go with the, with the older ages. So we'll see. I mean, they have a huge base of people to go from. So they have right. uh, it's it's a lot different than starting with no followers like mastodon was kind of like hi we're a new thing and people were were just looking for something to replace twitter so they got a lot of adoption see google, i'm not even on they, mastodon i haven't gone over when, there when google started um google plus you had to have an invitation and they were tied to your gmail account which they got fast adoption because everybody had gmail accounts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah. it's smart 
It's interesting, and I, I want to bring up this question, and it's from uh, it's from your daughter. Shayla says a thread is used <laughs> as a term outside of Twitter, although uh, think Slack thread, Reddit thread, email thread, etc. So yeah, I can see that. But and it was yeah. funny because I saw her on threads that. yesterday <laughs> throw down the gauntlet, saying, "Will this be the platform that I'm going to be have more followers than my mother?" So so everybody on, follow. Hello, Shayla. She's That's, funny. Yeah. So and she's, she's a tech girl. So she's, she's, uh, if you like gaming or, you yeah. know, but she has a great stuff. question. What do you think of another purely algorithmic, algorithmic based feed? Cause I want to know what your thoughts about like the launch peg. And, and this is part of it. Mm. Well, I'm sick of algorithms. My, a lot of, uh, you know, my life is run by algorithms online. So uh, you blah on that. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm not sure how it's going to be for businesses as far as like links and content and things like that. People are starting to share things like that. Um, so how do I feel about algorithms? I hate them. And I think that they're changed constantly. So no matter what you do, you can never catch up on them. So on one hand, they're there. On the other hand, I try to ignore them and just create the best content that's helpful for people because that's what people really want. Entertaining, you know, it goes back to why people share things online. They want it to be entertaining. They think it's funny. They want to share it. So their friends see it and think they're funny by association. Um, so it's still the basic um, tenets of social media. Do I wish that things weren't algorithmically based? Yes, but that's how they find out what's popular and they share it to more people. Mm -hmm. I mean, even our TV viewing is algorithmically Based, you know, you go on Netflix and it's going to show you things, and you pause on a movie for a second, and then that movie shows up in every category that you look at. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we don't yeah. have free choice anymore. Our free choice is gone. So, yeah. so Shayla, question for you: How do we get that back? Since you're, right. <laughs> since she's writing the algorithms. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. That is gone. It, it, it is really interesting. I also think the launch was interesting just because there wasn't a huge beta. There was a beta, you know, and it was some so quick. Yeah, we saw like Shakira was on there. Other, you know, big names were, were on there for the beta. But it almost seems like they wanted to launch it and see how people are going to use it, right? To, to kind of understand what's going to go on. And I know the head of Instagram has announced, listen, these are the things we may or may not have in the pipeline, like uh, right. a food just for the people you follow, DM, right. hashtags, um, better search functions, those sorts of things. And those might come, time will tell. Of course, um, we know that they've always been kind of wishy-washy with announcing things and if they come, they come. But I think what's interesting about this is every new social platform that's come before has almost been kind of like, we have to get people off of another platform to us mm -hmm. and vice versa. People have worried, other platforms have worried when a new thing enters the landscape. Oh boy, how are we going to prevent people from leaving us to go to this? But this right. is different because it's mm -hmm. built on Instagram. So we right. haven't really seen this a whole lot saying, encouraging people almost to jump to another platform. So how do you think threads is going to impact how we use Instagram and how people use Instagram going forward. Right. That's a great question. Back to the launch, though. I think it was an excellent launch. Obviously, yeah. how can you deny it was an excellent right. launch? 10 million oh, yeah. people, yeah. They, yeah. they crushed it. So it was low key. I think that they launched it earlier. I, I know there was a later date that it was supposed to come out, but I saw in the press that it, it was being talked about and they had information. So I think that some big press contact uh, broke the embargo. 
and then I think they launched it. That's only my theory. There, I haven't seen that written anywhere, but I know that the date was supposed to be later and it came out earlier. So, uh, and, and I had seen articles talking about it. Um, and now I just forgot your great question. Refresh me, Connor. How do I think it's gonna? <laughs> How will people use Instagram? How do? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. I think it, it's obviously it's a lot different than Instagram because Instagram you're like I need a photo, I need a video, I need something, I need to make a reel. We've all been like told reels, reels, reels. You got to do reels. I think this gives us a break from having to be camera ready or, you know you get trained to create certain content for certain things like TikTok. you have to have a video instagram you had to have a photo forever or now it's a photo and a video but there's no text only post unless you make a graphic which is still an image so this is the people who were crushing it on twitter the funny people that are just writing the short snappy things that people respond to are instantly crushing it on threads. There's a really big difference between somebody who's really great at Twitter and somebody who's really great at Instagram. So it's kind of trying to meld those two things together and which persona do we pick? That's the interesting thing. Um, Wendy's and McDonald's, two brands that crush it on Twitter and are also on Instagram are already over there crushing it. Uh, Ulta Beauty, which is, you know, they post videos, they post that kind of thing. I'd ever, I don't even know if I follow them on Twitter because beauty brands like that, you go to them for TikTok. We have so many compartments now, but Ulta is already like posting great questions on Ulta on their threads. So you have to do a little bit of a switch to what you're gonna share. It's text-based and people are gonna read it. You can have graphics and things with it, but I think that the, it's kind of like people are trying to figure out how do I meld those two things together? And mm. those are the people that are gonna succeed. And asking questions and building your community and sharing things. You know, I love the ones that are staying 100% true to who they are. You can follow, again, the big brands for like guidance on stuff. Check out some of the big brands and see what they're sharing and, and is it working. Uh, McDonald's got raked over the coals with that grimace. Did you guys see the grimace? Yes, I did. Trending? Yeah. Oh my gosh, they already posted that on, on threads. They were like, say goodbye, grimace is gone today. It was like, the, if you haven't seen it, it was a viral Twitter thing that, mm -hmm. or, TikTok, excuse me, Grimace came out and then people were posting that they drank the shake and died. <laughs> so it was really, it really backfired on them. And McDonald's is like, help. But, yeah. you know, they're staying in the conversation, which is good. Yeah. So uh, there's there's a couple of things I wanted to, to go back and talk about, you know, first of all, about the interface, because I want to know what you think about the interface so far. Now, we don't simple. know what it's going to turn into. Instagram was pretty simple when it first started. And then, yeah. it, in my opinion, it's really bloated. You know, is that going yes. to happen to threads, you know, as they add new features and stuff like that? I, I hope not, but you got to look at the track record. But uh, Dealcaster says, I still don't understand the auto follow thing versus those that I have to accept them to follow. Maybe I, Chris, was too busy hitting <laughs> all the buttons and getting started. So how does, so you can import everybody from Instagram and you're following them, but then you also see people that you have to accept them to follow. So how, what I is he talking about? I think that was like a one-time thing. When you okay. were signing up, it was like, do you want to uh, auto follow all the people you have follow on Instagram? And I was like, I've been pretty careful about who I follow on Instagram. I've deleted a lot of accounts and I follow only things I really like. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. And now I see the auto follow ones and there's mm -hmm. no way to go back once you did or didn't do it. They might update those things. They made it like Chris, like um, Connor already mentioned, they made it very simple. 
Right. The login's very simple. You can either do it or not do it. And then there's not even that many buttons when, when you're looking at your profiles or anything like that. There's very few buttons. I don't think they're going to overbloat it because they already have meta. Right. I guess we have to call it meta. They already have Facebook. They already have Instagram. It has a million features. They've tried to add some of the Instagram features like Reels over on Facebook. They're not really taking off. I mean, mm -hmm. people like their separate things. I think one of the biggest problems is people are concerned about having another place that they have to post. Right. That's the thing. Like, do I have to post another place? Uh, but it's connected. Yeah, let's. And, I, want, I, want, I want to talk about that because, yep. and I want to do that in this next section where we talk about like how it's going to impact social because yep. you and I have both seen where you can tell people are just taking what they already had scheduled on Twitter and they're posting it to threads. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And then other people are like, hey, this is a new space. I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to be my real self. And so um, that's the kind of way <laughs> I'm, I, I haven't done any like marketing. I didn't even share this show was coming up. I mentioned it when in some comments, but I never like pushed it out like I have it auto scheduled on Twitter. Don't worry about it, my man. I got oh, you, you covered. Did it. You did it. All right. Thanks. So I, I want it to be like fun, kind of see where it is because I don't know what it's going to yeah. what it's going to do business wise yeah. or whatever. Um, and Gary has this this uh, this kind of comment. He goes, he's still waiting for his invite to Blue Sky. Meanwhile, Zuck is hovering up the market share. So this yep. is interesting. To me. He's hovering it. Yeah, hovering it up. Uh, he's he's from the UK, so that makes. Um, so the question I, I want to talk about is. Yeah, he's getting all this market share. People are, are trying to figure out, you know, what to do. One of the cool things I think about the interface is just like a lot of Instagram users would post, like it, they would take a screenshot of their Twitter and they would mm -hmm. post it as their, you can already yep. share that to a story now from Threads. Yeah, I love that. That's, which I think that's is really actually, cool. That's my favorite feature is that you can post and then share it to Threads. So it's the integration for that is really great. And you can also make a post in Threads and share it as a post. So you have a post you can share. I don't think you could share it as a reel. I haven't tried that, but you can share it to a post and you can share it as a story. And it makes a great story. I hope that you can yeah. change the backgrounds and stuff yeah. on them. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I haven't played with it too much. But once you share it to Instagram, you have the ability to do all the things that you can do in stories like add hashtags or give, you know, gifts or location or any of those kind of little button things in there. So you still have your stripped down version to share from threads, but it's a very seamless integration. Um, yeah. I like that. One so, thing I, I didn't want to mention about the auto follow, I found out how you can do it after the fact as well. Oh, cool. Share. So go into followers on, on your threads profile, um, who you're following. There's a little thing right up at the top that says, like import or whatever Instagram followers, mm -hmm. click that and then the list will come up and you can click follow all at the at the very bottom. What's really right. cool is this morning I found out I just followed someone new on Instagram. There's a cool video or whatever. So I gave him a follow and then I went over to threads. I opened up my following section and he they were like, hey, this new person is now on threads. It was that account I just followed on Instagram. Oh, cool. Like, on threads and it went like that so it's all automatically like populating who you just followed on instagram if you also want to follow them on threads yeah i can't see that i just pulled it up while you were saying it because i auto followed at the beginning so yeah. that feature isn't there for me but it is cool that i mean so far i've been trying to keep up on followers like who's following me um just to catch people <laughs> Yeah. You know, to me, if I'm not following them. So let, let's talk because I want to know, like, how I know it's only been like 24 hours or 36 or whatever. But <laughs> how do you think this is going to affect the social media landscape? Right. Like mm. how 
is it just right now the the big news cycle is hey it's stealing it's twitter's all their followers are coming over here twitter's dead you know this is the big twitter killer that you know and it's going to be zuck and elon in a cage fight kind of a thing uh, but i, I want to talk about like the whole landscape how this may change things like even like tiktok uh, all this stuff and the thing that and i think i wrote this on like lou's post when he was talking about uh threads was i, I could there's no video really like the thing about tiktok you will be sucked in and like you wake up and there's oh two hours has passed you know and instead of being sucked into a video where you're not engaging like you tiktok you're liking maybe you'll comment Threads is, it's sucking you in to be part of the conversation. The whole thing is engagement. It's all about talking. So is this going to change the landscape? Is it just a totally different animal? Is it so much like Twitter, it's just another Twitter? I mean, what are your thoughts, Peg? So far, it seems like another Twitter, but TikTok does keep you on the app by, you know, they, you watch a video and they autoplay something right. else for you. Like they keep you going, going, going. And Reels does the same thing with, you know, when you're right. on Instagram, right. you see Reels and then they just keep showing you more Reels that are related. Pinterest shows you all the related, remember Pinterest? Uh, Pinterest shares <laughs> all the related things that you like. So Twitter, uh, Twitter. <laughs> See, Threads is different because it is just that singular conversation, which is why it reminds me more of Mastodon, but also Twitter back in the beginning, before people got really used to using hashtags to connect with other people. That to me is the hardest part right now, is that you're connected to one thread, one little thread conversation. You could mm -hmm. post a thread with, with multiple posts on that one thread, but it's not easy to see all the people that are talking about X. There's right. no trending topics about X. Right now, I think that's a good thing because the algorithm, you know, we know how that goes when the newsfeed is decided by LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. It has not gone well for politics and for other things. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of glad that there's not those trending topics yet. I don't know if they'll do that. I think people need a thing to connect with. Right now, it's the most popular thing because people are there live talking. Right. And that's what people are looking for on the Internet. We want someone to talk to. We want to. Some people are going to post the funny thing and the other people are going to respond to the funny thing or to the celebrity. When I was when I was on early on, um, I saw that Colleen Hoover was on there and I said hi to her and she responded. And I was pretty darn happy because <laughs> she's amazing. Right. And she, she would never see a comment that I made on, in, on right. TikTok. Like, no way. Or yeah. maybe she would see it but not respond because she gets too many. So there's that early thing of connecting with people and they might see it now. So if you see people there that you really want to connect with, it's a great time to do it. And then those things are all going to even out. Um, I have to say, it's also great to just keep having more and more followers coming in. I'm like, hey, more followers today. Yay. When I, you know, that doesn't, that slows down too eventually. Right. It is. And, it, and in it, the it, referral feed, it's all celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's what I see when I when I look, it's always, you know, yeah, Shakira has been at the top of my feed a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> and it, obviously it, I'm Connor's, too. Yeah. So yeah. It, I, I really liked how what Connor was saying, like you follow somebody new, it shows up on threads and the same vice versa. So I think that's going to be really cool to help, you know, build your audience. Um, yep. And I, I want to bring up some uh, some comments real quick. Chris says, Connor, with the follow hack, he appreciates it. Uh, he also <laughs> says the early vibes are great. Uh, feels like it's everybody yep. at this point is just getting along. But, you know, we just can't have nice things, Chris. And marketers are already coming in. 
telling you how to use threads, which just drives yep. me bonkers because it's 24 hours old. Nobody knows how this thing is going to work. Nope. Um, so and, and and you know the bros are are the tech bros are already like changing their LinkedIn bio to say Chat GPT prompt yeah. engineer and Threads expert and LinkedIn influencer. Like just simmer down with your expert <laughs> status, yeah. people. That it, it, that is a frustrating thing. And honestly, the other thing that comes after that first comes this part where everybody's happy. Next comes the people telling other people these are the rules. Right. Yeah. You have to follow our rules and do it this way. You didn't post it this way. And then come the trolls. Yeah. Telling so, uh, you that you're, hor- you're a horrible threader and you don't know what you're doing. Gary has a great point. He goes, fabric Stop shops selling. are going to be huge on threads. That's right. <laughs> huge exactly. on Gary. Huge. The, we have the same uh, wavelength thinking. Uh, so, <laughs> All right, Connor, you had a question. Sorry. Yeah. You know, this is a great question because Jeff just brought up the fact that he already hates that marketers are doing these things. <laughs> right. So we're going to ask a question about how marketers can take advantage of threads. But seriously, because that's the business we're in, right? We want to oh, yeah. use these things as tools. We don't want them to use us as the tool. So as marketers, as businesses and influencers, um, what do you think the potential benefits for using Instagram threads are for those those people and association? It's going to be a new chapter in your book, babe. So you're going to have to <laughs> it, it might be. We'll see how threads do. My yeah. book is already at the publisher. It's not 100% edited, so it's entirely possible that it will be added. We'll see. Right. Um, but potential for businesses, the businesses, that, like I mentioned before, that have already, this is the first time I've seen brands go uh, adopt something so quickly. None of the yeah. other platforms I saw brands hop over. Um, with the exception of Snapchat, brands were awesome on Snapchat right away. Um, but I think that it's a great place right now for building your community. I think it's all about conversation and community. So I think, like I mentioned before, being helpful, do the things for your industry that you're going to connect with people, follow people. It's We're in the building growing stage. So you want to take what you've already, you're not going to like, uh, change what you've been doing everywhere else. You should have what your brand voice is and what your, you know, what you talk about and all those things are not going to change. It's just going to be a little bit of a translation. I would say that it's not really a curation place. That's my snap. Right. 20, you know, 36 hour thing is don't copy your Twitter strategy. If it's mostly curation, don't just curate things and dump it over there. I think people want to see the original thoughts and that, stands for brands and you know um i actually saw somebody post saying you know what do you want to see from me here and it was Mm. somebody who's who is a big youtuber um and youtubers are also great to follow um because they're really great with connecting with their communities like better they're one of the best i think at really connecting with their audiences youtubers no matter what platform they're on instagram or twitter you know wherever i've seen a lot of the big um, people like, um, you know, Marquez Brownlee's already, you know, right. obviously rocking it. Um, so look at some of those people if you're looking for ideas, but it's really staying true to your brand and just translating it to that text version. So it might be like what you're doing on Twitter, but even a brand, like even my personal brand, I'm on all the platforms and there's things that people like for me in different communities. Like on my Facebook page, people really like my daily mantras and on Twitter, they do. Okay. LinkedIn, not interested at all. I'm not going to do them on threads. Cause I just don't think 
that'll be popular there. But mm -hmm. my Facebook page, if I stopped doing them, they were like, bummed. And I get a lot of personal, I get a lot of direct messages saying, thank you so much for posting these every day. They help me. So I feel good about that, but I'm not going to start it on a new place. I'm just kind of getting the feel for things and using it much like I did with early Twitter, just talking to people like, hi, you know, like right. what's up? I haven't shared any of my blog posts or anything yet. <laughs> yeah, see, I, that's what I, I'm, I, and this is, as Chris says, I felt amazing when Peg Fitzpatrick replied to one of my TikToks. So, oh, stop. You, just, you go, just, just go comment on mine. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like not the best TikToker, so whatever. So, the like, this is a, a question, like, I was, because you can do what? I, what was it, up to five minutes of video? Yeah. You yep. can post it on threads. And I haven't seen much yet. And no. I'm wondering, is are we going to see people start to post reels that they've already posted on, on you know, Instagram reels over as, you know, because short form Maybe. content really works. Like, mm -hmm. so what I do is like I make a, a sh like a 30 second clip or a minute clip of this show where we have, I'm asking a question, you answer it. And I have been repurposing them over on YouTube shorts and also on Instagram reels. Is yep. this another spot where I should think about doing that or is it too soon to tell? What do you think, Big? I would, especially because there's not that many people doing video yet. Hmm. So I, I would, the only thing I would say not to do is people that repurpose TikToks or just make sure there's no logos on it that are right. not meta. I don't yeah. know about reels, but, um, and I don't know if you can share, I don't think you can share from Instagram to threads yet. I don't think you can. That's why I was wondering. I mean, I've already got the video. It'd be like, it would be reposting it, you know, uploading it and doing that. Uh, Eric's right. got it. This is his strategy. My friend, Eric Fisher says, holding off with posting content and focusing on chatting with others. It's about right. relationships. I think a right. lot of people are taking that same strategy. At least my the people I follow are, I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. not. Um, yep. Because it's like people you haven't connected. Like we saw Jed record. We both commented on his post. Yeah. And I hadn't talked to Jed since hey, Jed. Google plus days or something, you know, back in uh, the forever. Yeah. And so uh, it was great to, it's like you're kind of old. It's like a family reunion where you haven't seen these people it in is. a while. But it's yeah. also because it's, it's you, you're doing this with all your Instagram followers and the things that they share on Instagram are completely different considering this is a text-based app. So it's almost like, when um, you're in elementary school and you would see your teacher at the grocery store and you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's right. a real person. Yeah. What's cool? like, but someone that both of you guys know, Guy Kawasaki, he already said the, uh, what did he say? He said, Instagram is for bragging. Threads is for thinking, which I think it's a little too early, obviously, to kind of establish what this is and what this isn't. Yeah. Certainly a social media platform in its adolescence. So it hasn't yeah. really right. Right. It be, but I do like what Eric's saying. It's like, just start talking right now. Post yeah, some stuff. Just don't, don't, don't be. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, is it's not it's not my Instagram followers that I'm surprised to see on threads. It's people that I met on Twitter years and years ago yeah. and people from Google Plus, the people who really enjoy the conversation of social media, no matter where you are, those are the people who are connecting with me again, which I love. There was a group on Twitter a long time ago, hashtag us guys. If you're an us guy, you know, uh, there's girls and us guys. That's a question that always gets asked. But anyway, it was a community based on a hashtag and people would go in that thread and talk all the time. So it's interesting. Those people have been connecting. So I, I think it's the live aspect of it. Like people just want, th this is the only place in the metaverse <laughs> that you can't schedule anything right now. So people are posting live and responding live. 
So everything is live, live. Yeah, Eric says the same thing. He goes, yes, uh, I'm reconnecting with people that I follow on IG that don't post much. And I think right. that's the other thing. It's like people who, who it's hard. You, you know it, Peg. It's hard to come up with content, Connor, as well. You know, it's hard to get that perfect photo or or uh, make that real, which is even more of a commitment. And this a is like. A perfect photo doesn't even mean anything anymore. <laughs> I know. The problem is that the algorithm on Instagram and Facebook is 100% gone. It, back in the early days of Facebook pages, you could reach everybody who followed you. <gasps> Everything that you posted would reach them. It was amazing. And Instagram was the same thing. You would post and people would see it. Now people don't see your content, even if you post. So yeah, I don't know how many people are, if people are following, I'm following like 2,300 people, I'm only going to see 600 posts a day. So even if all the people I follow posted, I won't see them unless I go to their profile. Yeah. So I have a question for both of you, which is kind of like a, a social media landscape question almost. We see Meta investing billions into Metaverse and creating your avatar and living your life online and no one seems to want to actually do it, right? Like no one wants to jump right. in. Some do, but maybe you're just not ready, whatever. Then we see them launch this and it skyrockets. Is this something where they're finally listening to the audience of what they want, or is it just meta saying? No, they just came, they just came out with more metaverse stuff. I have the headset. Jeff has a headset. I actually worked with uh, Meta on a project, and they actually sent me one. And I do have a couple apps that I use on it. I don't use it that much. The headset is so like clunky and stuff. Um, I just don't think it has the adoption that they wanted, obviously. But I do know um, there's somebody, I, I don't know if you know him, Connor, but Mitch Jackson, who's an attorney mm -hmm. in California, he was a trial attorney. He recently just stopped doing that. And now he is doing, he does all stuff in the metaverse. He makes mm -hmm. amazing Arbitration. stuff. In, yeah. yeah, he's doing arbitrate mediation yeah, for um for, for people. So it's possible for people to do it. I mean, the cool thing is you can create a room and go in there and, and people don't have to have the headset and, and they can still do it. Yeah. But I just think people weren't ready for that or it's not the right demographic. I mean, Gen Z, I think is the generation that's more and millennials like more video game kind of deal. It just doesn't see, it seems more like a video game than- uh, That's why I like it, Ping. That's why, yeah. that's why you like it? <laughs> yeah. So I, so I, I want yeah, to bring up some comments. And how often have we used it, Jeff? We had no, one Well, we meeting, tried to do like, it for a, a meeting, but that didn't work. I use it all the time right. for gaming and working out, as you can tell how fit I am. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> but I want to I bring up this question from, this is back from Shayla, because I want to talk about this specifically. And we were talking about algorithms. She goes, lack of algorithms? Sorry, it's not going to go away. I'm actually suspicious to see if Meta might need to use threads to try out AI algorithms. Uh, be interested to dig into that. Well, I read an article like yesterday that somebody was saying that the reason that they launched this so fast and why they did it is because this gives them all this text and information to train an AI because mm -hmm. um, because that's what Zuck has said they've been wanting to do. They want to take on Google. They want to take on OpenAI, ChatGPT, and this gives them all this information. And so I want to mm -hmm. move from what Shayla said too in, in this vein and talk about 
Let's talk about the privacy stuff because there's uh, been some, <laughs> some stuff on that because this fits into good. that. Yeah. That the privacy stuff is not good. It says right in the terms of service that they own everything that you post. And if you post it, you're saying that you have the rights to post it. So if you're posting memes or photos or anything from any other platforms, they're telling you right in the terms of service that you can't do that. But people are already doing that. Um, and they are saying that they own it, that they yeah. can that they can use it any way that they want. So, so and go into uh, um, that Apple. would include AI, even though it doesn't say we're going to turn this into an AI bot. That's your personality. Right. They could. But go ahead, go into your your you know you can go into iPhone in the App Store and see what they're going to be tracking. They're yeah. tracking your health data. They're tracking everything now. And so Musk has been saying, look how much they're doing. Twitter still tracks a lot of stuff too. Maybe not as much, but it's pretty scary how much stuff they're tracking. And uh, Shayla has another great question um, about <laughs> how long do you think it's going to be till we see ads in the feed? And I go, you know, their they track record. At least, they said at least until the end of the year. So, but their track record is that there's ads lurking behind there. You can just feel it ready trying to peek out. Um, yep. But if they're using it for AI and, um, it, you know, there, there's a reason we get this stuff for free. They're taking our data. Um, mm-hmm. I just read another great article about, uh, you know, Tesla was, you know, they got all this great, um, you know, praise for opening up their charging networks for like, right. I think it's General Motors or Ford, one of those, those two. Well, what people don't understand is when you plug in a Tesla, uh, there's a data port as well. that's telling you where you drove, how long you were doing it, what radio station yep. you listened to it, all this stuff. Now they can do that with their competitors. So all this stuff that we get for free is data. It's yeah, being, there, we, yeah, we don't get yeah. it. You either you're paying for it or you're or you're the product. Right. Yeah. So that's how it goes with all of these. So it's free and everybody's like, yay, let's go on and let's post this. And um, yeah, it's out there. Yeah. So anyway, I think there is a concern about privacy. Um, I mm-hmm. and one of the things I mean, we didn't talk about this when we talked about the beginning. But one of the things that they have said is like, when you want to leave, you can take this with you. Like it's built yeah. on, what was it? The the platform the, that mastered. The Fediverse. It's, about, it's, it's part of the, they're making it part of the Fediverse and it may at some point be connected to Mastodon and other things that are in the open. Uh, it's so techy, but it's, it's part of the Fediverse. So they're saying, hypothetically speaking, this could be connected to other things. So it's not part of, you could build your followers here and then you won't lose them. And I would say I would have loved that for Google Plus because, you know, I built up the hugest platform right. I had and then it disappeared. And I think that's part of, you know, a lot of people have done that, built platforms here, there, and then it goes away. And I mean, Twitter, people are complaining about it, but also have decade or more on there posting mm-hmm. all the time. And it's hard to leave that when you've built that, even though it's not the same that it was, it's hard to give it up. Yeah. Yeah. Jim just said he just saw a post on threads uh, now at 70 million million users as of 8 a.m. Just think of I mean, to be honest, they don't they won't have to run ads. (laughs) I mean, they will because it's even more money, but they're already getting what they need to build their. Well, if what they want is our data, that's all they've ever wanted. That's all that Facebook, every social platform has been tracking everything, creating these buyer personas for us to send us the ads. I mean, that's everywhere. And that's even our iPhones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you could be having a conversation with someone and it's listening in some app and then you get ads for it later. We all get that. Yeah. I think the only one thing is just 
yes, they are getting so much data, they're just going to have to show, especially to investors, especially being public, mm -hmm. you know, if they know that they can make a whole heck of a lot of money with ads, they have to justify that by not showing ads, we're also making money with that. That's mm -hmm. why I, I just, I'm just always wary of that. It's just always, I, it's great, but yeah. who knows when we get the business people involved. I think right now they're just showing that they have numbers. Numbers are first in the oh, tech yeah. world. We have this many users. Where did they not launch? Did you pay attention to that? Uh -uh. Oh, the UK. Yeah, they couldn't do it they, in the Europe. Yeah. They didn't do it in Europe because they have strict privacy laws. Right. And they've already gotten hit from different things. And yeah. the privacy laws. And, and Sheila does say she's I say a quick check all the data they request access for with threads. They already have access to with Instagram, the health, fitness, finances, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, but Fred has a, my friend Fred said, over on YouTube says, I just wish we could control our data better so we have a portion of what they earn off of us. If we don't like it, we could throttle it. I, I get it. As a mm -hmm. creator, it's, you have a platform to put stuff on, but that platform is benefiting off your content. So. Yep. It's uh, it's Man, what a bummer. We were riding that thread side coming in and then we really took a, I know, a but, but it, the, pri <laughs> the privacy thing is important, oh, yeah. you know? Um, and I, if you turn off, if you, cause I know in some Apple things you can say, don't track access app, not to track. Can you do that with threads or does it break it where you can't get in? Here's the thing with all the meta stuff though. I mean, if you really look at how many apps you have on your phone that are meta, you have a lot. So you need to check a lot of things. And that's that's one thing that used to bother me too. It's like, I don't want like the messenger app. I have fought hard not to put in my phone. Cause I yeah. don't want like, there. you have five Facebook apps. They're all different things, but you know, you have Instagram, now you have threads, you have, you know, I have business manager, I have blah, I have blah, I have blah. like. In some world, some way, I would just like one app for that one thing. So they're tracking all of this, you know. Even if you're careful on one, it's it's almost yeah. impossible. You really just need to not be on social media if you don't want your data yeah. to be out there. That's the thing. It's not just a threads thing; it's an everything thing. Yes, that's that's honest. I and mean, I, if you want to talk bad policies, TikTok is the one that no one should be on because they're tracking all of your stuff, and it's you know, they're do, they're doing a lot worse in yeah. my opinion. And so, you know. Yeah, and Eric says the value of threads may not, for them may not be monitored, it may be in the data. Yeah. And, then and the numbers, Fred, the people, yeah. the people. We have this many users. And Fred, who is a programmer, uh, he goes, uh, if these social platforms acquire their own large language models like ChatGPT, they can easily make these experiences more personalized and that may add some value that we don't have right now. So mm -hmm. I, I think that's, it, it will be interesting um, when they start, Right now we're seeing all the people we know. Like it's people who follow us on Instagram and we're kind of, hey, it's good to see you here. It'll be interesting when it goes to that next step when it starts re recommending not just the big influencers, um, mm -hmm. but also the, you know, normal people like Connor and me, <laughs> not Peg. Peg is still elevated. Oh, uh, wait, but that leads us to an interesting point. So I'm verified on Instagram and yes. my verification yeah. went over to threads immediately. Yeah. So, so Jeff and I did an experiment yesterday. Jeff was not verified and he went and he did the paid verification right. on Instagram and it showed up like immediately on threads. Yeah, I thought it was so going to very tight yeah, on the connection about that to see if there were any benefits coming for threads and, and what that might be uh, for that paid verification. I, I have a feeling with they're growing this fast, they're going to, so you right now you have to pay for, if you want to be on Facebook meta for that, mm -hmm. that's a separate subscription. Instagram is a subscription, but right now it transferred over to 
uh, threads. threads. I right. have a feeling with 10 million and growing or whatever uh, uh, Jim said, I have a feeling they'll start charging for just threads verification too. Yeah. They might, but in the the only thing that I've seen there where it's a va- you know it's a bonus right now is that I've only seen verified people in that recommended section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen me being recommended there yet. <laughs> so um, I, I haven't seen neither. They probably don't show themselves. And, and I don't. If anybody? Wait, can you tell you guys that are in, that are watching right now? Have you seen us on your like little recommended thing? Maybe you don't even see people that you're already following. Could be. My th- the question that the thing that I think of I, and we did it as an experiment because I'm not a big pay for the blue check kind of guy. I'm just like, whatever. We did it because we wanted to see if it. it. <laughs> yeah. We were, and it's to me, it's it's like fifteen dollars a month and it's yeah. not worth it for me to have a little blue check by my name. So um, it now if it would like if it does like boost my posts or whatever, maybe you can make that argument. Um, but. It's a, it was an interesting experience, experiment, and, I, and it was even told me when I signed up. It said this may take up to like seventy two hours to do it because you have to take a picture of your license and like oh, you know fun. make sure you're not on the watch list. Uh, Sharing <laughs> your data, Jeff. What have you just I, done? I know. Yeah, in Texas, you know, we don't have any problem with that. Um, but <laughs> so there it goes. Jeff will always be verified in my mind. Yeah, I'm verified <laughs> something. Um, Anyway, uh, but that was an interesting thing to try. So if you yeah. want the blue check um, and maybe if you think they're going to charge later, maybe it's time to do it now before it, you know, they add another subscription yeah. level because I can just uh, see that. So Shayla goes, so- I have seen people on threads I'm not following, but they show more commonly if someone you follow interacts with the post. Interesting. Shayla's really cranking out the threads usage here. She's going, she's Which- going after mom is what she is. <laughs> How many followers do you have now, Shayla? <laughs> So it's really interesting. So, um, so do you think, what do you see uh, Peg as a challenge or drawback with the adoption of Instagram threads? Not just that we have to go do something else on another platform, but Mm -hmm. do you see any downside as a business person? And like, if you had a client said, come up to you and said, Peg, should I get on threads? Would you say, wait, or would you say, go for it? get your name, you know, just kind of hold it, but wait till it kind of smooths out. Or would you say jump on in? I would say jump in. I don't think people can take your name, like I said, but that's not confirmed because it's connected with your Instagram account. But it used to be, I mean, you have to have a Facebook account to have a Facebook page. So we'll see how they're connected. Like you have to have the personal profile to have the page. So it's sort of similar, you know, like you have an Instagram account and you can just transfer your data. I would say if you're a business and you're on Instagram that you should do it. I haven't figured out how to be logged into a different account. There's no account switching thing. So that's a little bit clunky right now. That's on the list. The head of Instagram said that that was yeah. a feature on the list. Kind of yeah. like on Instagram. You just click at the bottom. So yep. Yeah, but um, there, it's not there now. So that's kind of one yeah. challenge. Yeah. Um, I think for a lot of people maybe might be transitioning over from Twitter, you know, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of done um, with Twitter and with everything that's happening. So, how do you see Threads potentially affecting not only the user base but the, but the of, of Twitter in the long run? But the what of Twitter? I missed the last part. The popularity of of Twitter mm-hmm. and their user. I think if people stay on Threads and they like it and it's a good experience, people are going to stay there. I think the people that 
are still happy with the current ownership of Twitter and love everything about that particular conversations and those things, they're going to stay there. I think you're splitting the population and I think it's already been done, in my opinion. Uh, there's people who would have been, you know, the second that he start, he fired everybody at Twitter, we're like, oh my God, we need to go somewhere else. But most of those people are still there. You know, there's right. a lot of people who didn't, who didn't want to be there, but still stay there. Stephen King loves Twitter and he tweets, obviously he's a great writer. Um, I haven't checked to see, my guess is that he hopped right over to threads and carried that on. So I think that there's a percentage of people who will still stay on Twitter, but I think there's a lot of people who are looking for something that wasn't so controlled. And, you know, I don't follow Elon Musk on Twitter. And every time I go on, I see his stuff. He puts himself in your feed all the time. There's no avoiding it. So, uh, so, so I hope your... it'll be better. I hope it'll just be a better experience and stay that way, but it's brand spanking new. So. So what will your strategy be, Peg, personally? Will you will you stop posting on Twitter or you continue to go to both places for a while and eventually just migrate to threads? Or will you always have some sort of presence on Twitter since you have so many followers? I don't post as much as I used to on Twitter. I used to spend a lot of time curating a lot of content and sharing a lot of things, and I just don't do that really anymore. I share a little bit. Um, so... I still have my Twitter. I can't, I don't know. I mean, eventually maybe I would just get rid of it, but I do have a book coming out. So I was hoping that would be a great mm -hmm. place to market my book to my 60,000 followers, but how many people will see it on there? I don't know. So we'll see if my book will, you know, how would a book launch go on threads? I don't know. We'll see. By the way, <laughs> if you want to sign up for Pig's book, pigspatrick.com forward slash book dash buzz. Go sign up. And for, it's, an, it's an email list and yeah. email list you actually own and you yeah. can keep that and send people things. So don't forget about your blog and your email right. list, people, when you're thinking about your social, because I think threads is amazing and it's fun and everybody loves it. But if you really want to contact people, emails, good, good way yeah. to do it. My pal Eric says he goes, I posted on Twitter this week about threads. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's he's big on uh, Twitter, and he has for a long time. But he right. this last this, I want to talk about this last part um, just before we move on to talking about your book a little bit. Peg is uh, I asked the, on thread on threads, you know, what's going to look like this weekend, and I'm really curious yeah. what you guys think. Is there going to be an activity drop this week on Twitter, and will it? You know, do you think threads is going to continue to go up this weekend? What are your predictions uh, for that? It's still good. People are people are excited to see people on there and they're they're hopping on right away. And people are on there all day, too. I've noticed like people are on there later. Right. People are posting in the morning like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Um, so I would say that it's going to keep going for a while until, you know, we'll see if it even, it'll probably even out at a certain point. But right now, I think people are still excited about it. So yeah. I think they're going to be there. By the way, if you aren't following us on threads, make sure you go follow Connor Brown, <laughs> WGW Opinion over there. Jeff C, I'm over there. Peg is there. Uh, give us a follow. Say you watch this show. Let us know that you watch it. Any questions and, and comments that we didn't get to? And mention people. At yeah. mention people. Yeah. Just let to make know. sure they see it. You can respond to people, but if you at mention people, you have a much better rate of getting a response. Mm -hmm. So I want to take some time to talk about... I think you're kind of crazy for launching a book on social media because we've already had a big change <laughs> that you're going to have to fix. But she's got a new book launch coming up. We, we teased it. And I think I even put in the post what, what the proposed title is going to be. Of course, that can change. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. Peg, tell us about this book. You know, 
and why you decided to write it. I mean, why this book? Why this book? Well, um, I wrote the artist social media with um, with Guy. That was, you know, almost it was eight years ago that that was published. And obviously, a lot of things have changed. But the biggest difference between this book and my first book is that this is for small business owners. So this is um, the first book was the art of social media. It was power tips for power users. And those were bite sized small tips where you could take a tip and learn a thing and do a thing. And my new book for small businesses, which is tentatively the art of small business social media, but we'll see or social the publishers playing with that. I don't really know what the, where that's going to land yet. But the book is for how to market for small businesses from A to Z. So it starts at the beginning and explains all of it, like how to build your brand, what a brand is on social media, how to translate your offline stuff online, and then literally all the steps. And it's not the things that you can just like Google this to do this. I don't go step by step. This is how you set up a Facebook page. This is how you do this. I talk about the overall strategies and how to just do everything from getting started to creating content to creating, you know, editorial calendars and just really doing everything. So yes, it is always, you know, a thing when you start, when you write a social media book, things change, that happens. Um, our first book didn't have anything about TikTok in it. That was like big in between there. So, I mean, obviously those things change, but the point of this book is not about tips and tactics for specific platforms, but how to be, I like to say, platform agnostic and mm -hmm. create your brand so it works everywhere, which we've kind of talked about in here. Like, are you going to, you know, cut and paste the same strategies that you have here to do here? Mm -hmm. You can't really. That's why we're still in the wait and see, communicate, talk to people and have fun stage. Even if you're a brand, you know, ask questions, um, post funny things. But uh I wouldn't dive into your big strategy yet. Like I think today, if people saw, you know, a whole bunch of brand pushing sales, they would probably unfollow yeah, right. the brand. Right. Yeah. But that being said, people love that on Instagram. People love mm -hmm. brands. They love sales, coupons, and all of that on Instagram. So brands specifically ha should do a little wait and see for this. But um, so that's what the book is about. It's it's how to do marketing for small business owners. It's going to be like the little hand guide that you wish that, that you already had, but you know really needed. Um, and why now? Because after the pandemic we saw so many businesses locally closed that just didn't translate online. They didn't right. have, yeah. they didn't have any way to connect with their customers. They didn't have an email list. They didn't, they couldn't, they didn't have anywhere where they could post. We're going to be closed today because all of our staff is sick or, and then you would go to the business and it was closed and then you were frustrated. And right. then you, you know, how many times are you going to go back to a store that's closed in the middle of the day before you say, forget it. And then later that's just gone forever. Mm -hmm. And I just, I grew up in a small town and I love small businesses and I love them in my community. I do. Right shop it online and shop at big stores too. But I love my local florist. I love all my local things, local bookstores. And, you know, I really wanted to help all of them succeed. Yeah. Mr. Fred uh, with a great uh, uh, message there. Tactics win battles, but strategies win wars. Going to grab your right. book. So can you, Thank you Fred. Mr. Fred, can you tease or give a little sneak peek into maybe some of the strategies you talk about in the book, Peg, or a favorite yeah. one? 
No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, really, you know, the, the biggest thing is the platform agnostic piece. I think that's something that people don't talk about enough. I think people are like, how are we going to be good on this? How are we going to be? You still have to think about those things. Like, how does your brand translate to Instagram or threads or TikTok or like, what are we going to post? Those kind of things. But it's really more about figuring out who you are and what your audience needs and how you're going to translate that and how you're going to connect with them where they are because you can say well i'm going to go here and i'm going to talk about x and it can be totally wrong kind of like i talked about with my personal brand these things are popular here but they're not popular there i manage a brand social media and i post on instagram and facebook and linkedin and pinterest pinterest brings us blog traffic but Facebook is our still our biggest channel, and that's where our audience is. Hmm. That the Facebook page was the first thing that we had, and that's the most popular. And I don't run ads or anything on there anymore, but that's just where our audience connects the most. LinkedIn is growing a lot, um, and it's an industry where there's not like an exponential amount of people. It's not like Facebook where we're like 10 million people can use us. This is right. a smaller industry, so it's really kind of figuring out all of those things, and I, it's really just like. Um, things that I haven't seen all together in one book. And I've read a lot of marketing books um, <laughs> so because if you got, it's yeah. my job. So, you know, and I like that. And the other thing that's different is that I've actually worked in social media since day one that I've ever posting. I've managed a brand and done all these other things. So I use it every single day. I'm not a person who is just deciding I'm a marketer and I'm a social media person, and but I have no background in any of it. I did traditional marketing, you know. I've done even before before all the online stuff was here. I, I worked for a company and I did traditional marketing. Right. So, um, just that in the field experience sets my advice apart. I feel. I agree. Yep. That's why we have you on the show. Now make sure you, <laughs> you. <laughs> make sure you guys go to pegfitzpatrick.com forward slash book dash buzz. For you guys on the uh, podcast listeners, uh, pegfitzpatrick.com forward slash book dash buzz. Make sure you guys go check that out. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate our sponsors, Ecam. Uh, they're another if they're another way to they're great. They're on threads. I saw them the other day having <laughs> conversation. Um, they do such a great job with building community, but they also have a great sale going on right now if you haven't checked them out and you want to take your presentations your live video all that stuff that has to do with uh, creating your kind of video online this uh, ecamm can help you do that they have a sale right now so you haven't done that check them out before i go there to socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ecamm check them out with this special sale you can see it right at the top of the screen they have a special code you can enter uh, do that and uh, check them out and with that we thank all of you guys for being here i appreciate eric for stopping by jim the dealcasters chris uh gary fred everybody who stopped by i appreciate you we be able and to do shayla this you. and shayla, shayla yes shayla, shayla stopped by out the questions. she did she had some great ones i appreciate you as well and with that we'll see you guys next time thanks for stopping by see you over on thread See you. All us on three. <laughs> Bye. Social Media News Live.